Good afternoon, good afternoon, everybody. This is the Other Page Radio. This is Haywood Fennell. This program is brought to you by Triad Veterans League in association with BNN Neighborhood News. I hope everybody, everybody had a great holiday. You know, I hope that it was a real family thing, you know, people with some gratitude, less attitude, got full and, and enjoyed themselves and watched a little sports or talk with each other. You know, that's what Thanksgiving is all about, you know, inspiring each other, eating good, you know, being, being in a good mood and Later for all the nonsense that we be hearing about and reading about and seeing on the TV and the media, because we got to wake up. Everybody got to wake up, man, because we didn't make this world, but we living in this world. And a lot of things are going on in the world that we need to understand we could change. This is the United States of America where I live. I'm an American citizen. I served my country in the United States Army for six years. My family members uh, were in the military. One did 30 years. Another one did a couple of years. My brother was a an officer in the United States Army. He was airborne. Don't tell me why he went airborne, but he did. Jumping out of them airplanes. I'm involved in veterans affairs now. I advocate for for veterans and trying to get rid of some of the disparities based on racist attitudes and People not understanding that we've been fighting since 1776 for a freedom that we still do not have as a people. Here recently on television, I see that there was a a trial uh, several years ago, and 11 African-American veterans were found guilty of uh, insurrection and a whole lot of other stuff. And 11 of them got hung. They hung these people, and then this year they pardoned them. They were granted pardon, as was those that weren't hung. I'm trying to figure when will we learn? Are we learning now? These people, 11 men were hung. And that's not the only injustices that African-American veteran has suffered since 1776 when they came to fight and die for this country. Some of them ended up, you know, fighting with the British and going up to Nova Scotia 
rather than to stick around for further punishment. Now, we got to know this history so that we can hold people accountable for their lack of action and the need to treat us like we are Americans. The other page, radio is a program that focuses a lot on African-American veterans' affairs. We didn't start out like that, but it seems as though we are shaping up because people are encouraged by what we talk about. You know, I was speaking with uh, someone today about military benefits. And people in Washington and Veterans Affairs seems as though they're kind of getting it a little bit, but they're going to have to keep on listening and making decisions that are fair. We can no longer just disregard the history of military contributions, including life and limb, provided by the African-American veterans. They did a lot, and they're doing a lot. And we need to acknowledge that. Our young people need to know about black patriotism because that's America. No one race built America. America was built by, and is still being built by, Diverse populations. But a lot of the people that are coming to this country from other countries that we liberated or that we're fighting to liberate do not know American history and the involvement of African Americans. They don't know that history. And one of the things that I'm involved in is the veterans and friends of the General Edward O. Gordine statue. The General Edward O. Gordine statue was unveiled on August the 1st, 2023 at the General Edward O. Gordine African American Veterans Memorial Park here in Boston. It is located I believe the address is 2205 Washington Street, but directly across the street from the Boston Police Station 2. Directly across in what is called Anubian Square on the corner of Washington and Dudley Street. Yeah, Dudley Street, right there on that corner. It's a beautiful statue. The statue was designed by Fern Cunningham Terry, who passed before the statue's completion. But folks, when you see that statue of this man, this black man, General Edward O. Gordine standing there, the blue sky and the flag and all of that, 
It's something to see. I was speaking with someone on Veterans Day who came up from Atlanta by the name of Barry Lee, Dr. Barry Lee and his wife. And they took a picture with me right there by that statue. I never heard from them anymore, but I do know that people from out of town come to that place of honor for veterans and are caught up in the spirituality and the quietness of this location with traffic all around, you could find a semblance of silence to reflect on the sacrifices made by our veterans fighting for the United States of America. But the United States of America is not fighting back for the justices and the overlooks that the African-American veteran has gone through. This is the other page radio. This program is brought to you by Triad Veterans League in association with the BNN Neighborhood News. We're at WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. We're real proud of our affiliation with this station that has done so much to update our community regarding uh, African-American veterans and their contributions. We thank you for that. My name is Hable Fennell, and I just want to update you on some things that we're involved. But before we do that, let me do this. The Oscar Michonne Family Theater Program Company welcomes those seeking to learn about theater and performance. We offer classes that bring out your talent and improve it. Want to get involved in theater production, acting, or singing? Then you can visit our website at theomtc.com. That's T-H-E-O-M-T-C dot com. You know, veterans are an overlooked and an underused community resource. That PSA, Public Service Announcement, that you just heard that invited you to the website, theomtc.com, is a Triad Veterans League-sponsored theater program. And the veterans that are there of volunteers. Our technical team is over 50% veterans, male and female. We just finished at the Strand Theater in Boston a three-day performance of a woman by the name of Marion Anderson. And it was a telling experience, I'm telling you. It was gospel. It was spirituals. It was opera, it was liturgical dance, it was a story about a woman from Philadelphia by the name of Marion Anderson, who refused to sing before a segregated audience, which was the requirement of the people that were operating Constitutional Hall in Philadelphia. She said, no. Mm Mm-mm. 
Marion Anderson, some friends that included Eleanor Roosevelt, who at that time was the wife of the President of the United States, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. They got together, and Marion was able to sing at the Lincoln Memorial on the Easter Sunday in 1939. 1939, Jim Crow segregation was alive and well. This woman sang before an integrated audience of 75,000 people on an Easter Sunday. 75,000 people. Do you know what that would be like maybe today? 75,000 people, that's a lot of people. But today that might be three times that. So that would be like 230-some thousand people. That's bigger than some cities. And she sang. Marian Anderson was an archetype for social justice that included her refusal to sing before a segregated audience. Now, that's something there, boy. That's something. We'll be right back. Are you a veteran, or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans, Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. Back again with the other page radio, WBCALP 1029 FM Boston. And I know you guys had a good time there with that turkey or whatever it was, chicken or ham or whatever whatever your choice was. I hope you had plenty of it on the table and uh, enjoyed it. No, we got to, like, find points and places to celebrate our sanity because there's so much going on. And uh, you look and you listen, and they're talking about the wars in different places and people dying and people wanting more money to fight more people, to kill more people. But right here in the United States of America, there's a war going on right now with the veterans. That's right. You know, you got people that are veterans that are doing real good now. They're doing real good. But they act like the plight of the veterans that are in bad shape is not something that they should be involved in. I can't figure that out. Because we all share the same uniform, the United States military. You know, we 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 raised our hands and took an oath 
You can't forget that oath. You can't forget the veterans. You got to join the veterans that are being ignored by government. You're going to give consideration to give away billions of dollars. Listen to this, right? To give billions of dollars to other countries to war and kill each other and give nothing to the veterans that are walking around here in the United States and are homeless. You're taking in people in the state of Massachusetts. They have exceeded the number of homeless people that they can take care of without even thinking more about our veterans, about not making room for veterans when veterans should be the first to get a place to live. Because we fought for this country. Many died. Many died in foreign countries where some of those people are coming from. They're coming from all over the world to the United States of America. Why? Because veterans fought for them to be able to come here when things were not good in their own countries. United States veterans was in France. They was in North Africa. They was in Italy. They was in Cuba. They was in Japan, Okinawa. They was everywhere. African-American veterans, too. We was in England. We was flying those airplanes, Tuskegee Airmen. We was in Korea. The Koreans owned the stores, a lot of stores in black communities. They couldn't have got here if they would have fallen to North Korea. Shing Mong Ri was the president back then. Black veterans have been here since 1776 when they didn't want to give them a weapon, didn't want to give them the uniform. They went to France and fought the 369th Infantry Regiment, also known as the Hell Fighters from Harlem. And they were so brave that the French gave them medals and called them the men of bronze. That's right. Now, right after that, that's when those people got lynched. All right? That's when those people got lynched, man. Those 11 men, they got lynched. And now, they get a pardon. Register's judgment. That's an understatement. I mean, the African-American veteran, the African-American military man has gone through so much. And that statue that I was talking about that's now in Boston in the Nubian Square area, there needs to be a statue in 
every capital in the United States of America. I mean that, man. Because when you take somebody's life wrongly and all they did was fight for the United States, raise their hand to die, and you can't give them their respect, we got to be homeless, almost hopeless. That's how you're going to treat our men? Now, sir, we're not having that. We're going to hold folks accountable. You're going to give all that money away to kill people. And you're going to just ignore the veterans. I was talking to someone uh, that does services for veterans in the VA institution where they have a detox program. It's recently yesterday, okay? And I said, uh, how many people do you have in the detox center? He said, 10. He said, because of the pandemic, or the old pandemic, that they weren't allowed to have any more than 10 people. Wow. 10 people. The United States government got this big old building, and they've turned it into a research facility and have not really addressed the needs, addressed the needs of our veterans when it comes to detoxing and mental health work. It's just unbelievable. And you know, like, we got to stop that, man. There was a time when the diagnosis was called shell shot. Shell shot, yeah. And that's supposed to be coming from uh, creating a mental health situation when they came back to the country from fighting uh, in another country for that country's freedom. Uh, and they had all these mental health and unable to cope behavior traits. And so instead of calling it PTSD, they call it shell shocked. Shocked from the explosions. You know, they, they didn't have the situation uh, like they had during the Vietnam era war. You know, we, so many people was just dying and getting killed all around you. And that was impacting your behavior. Some people started using drugs, and, and drugs includes alcohol. You know, trying to make it through the day. But it's terrible what happened. And we're not really addressing it. Instead, we want to give people weapons and more ammunition and monies to buy ammunition from other places and continue to kill. Continue to kill. And those veterans that don't get involved and and claim their veterans' privileges and benefits. Okay, okay, all right. 
You earned that. You earned that. So you, you can get that. But what are you giving back? What are you giving back to the women that were abused in the military for so long and and the army was kind of covering it up. The military was like covering it up, act like it didn't happen to our women. But you know, righteousness is, it happens. We're gonna get justice. We're gonna get justice. Just like there was a time when the veterans of color, African-American veterans in particular, trying to get their benefits based on their service so they could go to school and, and get a loan to get housing. As they began to become family, parents, etc., they didn't want to give them that, man. There's nothing new about the military, though, because I read some stuff where um, back during the Civil War days, they they was writing letters saying, we didn't get paid. Help us get paid. The United States was rich then and rich now. We're not supposed to have homeless people. People should get paid, and rightly so. We're taking up a weapon and leaving this country where they was born to go into another country that they don't know nothing about and kill off some people that they never did nothing to them. The Other Page Radio is proud of our contributions made by our veterans. And we need to be standing together and saying it very loud that we're not going to accept the dubious of why you are not taking care of our veterans. Here's a guy that's 18, 19, maybe 20 years old, female too. They go in the military not knowing anything about what's going to happen after they do their basic training and then, you know, specialized training and everything, and they end up in a country where they can't speak the language or any of that because, you know, like the military, they don't they don't really prepare you language-wise anyway unless you already speak a language, and then they put you there like that. Did you hear what I said? Put you there like that doing all kind of things to support a war. You don't, have, you don't have to be in a war to get PTSD. You don't have to be in a war zone. There's a lot of trauma that goes on outside the military zone, and people were not able to cope with that. Some of them picked up some behaviors that caused them to get bad conduct discharges, but the fight is on, so... A lot of people are getting their discharges upgraded so they can get their benefits. It's all about fighting. Don't fight yourself, though. Don't misplace where your anger should be. 
Don't do that. Stand and demand because you serve our country. Many of your friends, you left them over there. Some that came back, you know, they were no longer bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and smiling. They felt shamed at what they had encountered in those places that they didn't know anything about until they went over there. And they lost their friends, and some of them lost their minds. We got to do better for our veterans that are home and are here today. Some people don't even want to say they was in the military. That's how shameful they felt. Some people with their problems, they try to medicate themselves and killing themselves and ideation of suicides and things like that. Not for us. Put a frog in boiling water and it'll jump right out. But put a frog in cool water and slowly heat it up, that frog will boil. As veterans, we tell ourselves the lie that we can handle anything. We let the water boil. You are not a frog. If you or a veteran you know needs support, don't wait. Reach out. Find resources at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. The Oscar Micheaux Family Theater Program is a Boston nonprofit. They hope to teach the importance of community service through the art of theater, looking to establish a year-round community-based family theater organization with full theater productions by people from the community. For more information, you can visit www.oscarmichaudrep.tripod.com. Yeah, this here is WBCA LP 102.9 FM Boston. You know, y'all done ate up all the turkey. I didn't get no phone calls, but I had some turkey too, you know, so it's good. It's all good food. I just want you to know that we're in it to win it for our veterans. And we want you to be a part. You don't have to be a veteran to support the veterans that have returned home and have struggled because of their situations, respectful situations, the disregard for their gallantry, their fighting and dying for this country. They don't want to honor them, you know. But we're going to make it. We're going to get what we need, and we're just asking for your support. You know, 857 That's for you if you want to find out where the services are to help you with your upgrades or whatever it is that's veteran-related, we'll get back to you. We want to help you. You know, help is here. Because we need you to stand with us and make it happen. 
The wars are not over for our veterans, folks. Anytime you live in a country called America and the people that are supposed to defend you and have defended you since 1776 and they're not being respected, you got to look at that. You got to look real hard at that because that's not going to work anymore. You're not going to just ignore people that have done giving up their lives and giving up their happiness, giving up their mental state. Hey, I know a guy, right? I was a young man. I was a kid. He went in the Navy. Mr. Benjamin, he went in the Navy. He was a nice guy. He was quiet. He was nice, though. That man came back home. He could hardly talk. And what he talked about, you wouldn't understand. He started drinking. And he didn't drink before then. And he was just falling apart right there, his mental situation. That's where I learned about shell shock. And that's what they diagnosed him as. Gave him a little check and sent him on his way. He didn't have no place for no treatment. As I recall, he got diagnosed and there was no treatment facilities because he lived in a segregated situation. But today, the segregation is supposed to be over with, but the people that got the PTSD, they don't get the treatment that they need to get because of disparities. Okay, because of the lack of culture sensitivity when delivering services that has created a I don't trust you scenario. You don't trust the service provider and the service provider is not really trusting what you're saying. And so it's like playing and nobody is getting what they need. Which is to be embraced the problem by the government so that we can begin to heal. It doesn't seem like a something that we can't do. But do we want to? Do we want to really help our veterans? Do we want to make it right? Because we did the fight. We took it to them. All we wanted was to be able to do the job so that America could do its job for the African-American veteran, which was to provide what he has been denied, the rights of a full citizen. Folks, I'm telling you something. You've seen it. People can come from other countries, never served in the United States military, get things because of the sacrifices made by African-American veterans and other veterans, 
and they will not, they will never respect us. That's something. They just take us for granted. Here we are, young, male, female, African-American, veterans of color, saving them. And what do we get? Nothing. What about respect? What about it? It's got to change everybody. We can change it. Those elected officials that run around Mr. or Miss Cutie on duty, Mr. or Miss Cutie on duty, have got to understand that we're going to do what we need to do for you to understand that we want what we're supposed to get and not be disrespected in the process because we're speaking about it now. WBCA LP 102.9 FM Boston. That's where we are now. Talking to you so you know what to do and stop saying that you're not a veteran. Speak up for your rights. You got to fight for them, then just be ready to do that. But don't just capitulate and act like you're not a veteran. When you raise your hand, that was it. All the choices went out the window. It went out the window. You had to serve, and you did. We're proud of the veterans, most of them. Here we are, two weeks from Veterans Day. We just forgot about the veterans. It was just a holiday, a day off. And they had all the cells in the store, just like they got the the Black Saturday or the Black Friday sales coming up now for you to spend your money. They was even running around talking about giving veterans something to eat. No. Let veterans feed themselves. Let's work with them so they can get back on path. If you're going to give them food, one day, and what about the other days? You know, we got to work on that. That mentality that says you only honor veterans on November, whatever. Veterans should be on it every day. Because if it wasn't for the veterans, you wouldn't be able to have a Veterans Day. I mean, come on now, let's be real. Let's be real. When them veterans come back from overseas and they have these mental health challenges, what does that do for their family? What does that do for them? Their daughter or their son went away, raised their hand, raised their guns, did all those kind of things. And they got these challenges now, and you don't want to do nothing about it. You say it's the government's fault, but you don't want to work to get the government up and doing what needs to be done for our veterans. 
I just told you that the VA hospital had 10 beds because of the pandemic that just passed. They only had 10 beds. So it's been over a year since the pandemic was supposed to be, you know, like squashed over. It's called coming back. But that year period, you didn't, they didn't even put anybody in terms of increasing the detox beds. They was using the same information that they used when COVID was doing what it was doing to our people. And that's an indifference that we can no longer tolerate. We can't accept that. Not our veterans who's going all over the world fighting, dying, trying to free other people in other lands. Come on. What you got to say about that, Senator? I don't want to call your name, but you know who you are. Congressman? Congress lady? Y'all be going all over the country talking about this and talking about that, but you're not talking about doing anything for the veterans. All these years, we're still over here languishing in forgetfulness. Then you come running up here in November talking about Veterans Day, and you want to get up in front of the mic and say some words about what you've done for veterans, and you know you ain't done anything. As in nothing. Come on. What you got to say to that? Nothing. Truth will set you free. You need to be on your job. We didn't vote for you to go running around and not take care of our veterans. And then you're not doing anybody a favor when you come up with these bills, you know, with that little bit of skimpy money, you know, like you did something. But these people earned that. And you need to learn that. They raised their hands and said that they would die for this country. What did you raise your hand to? Or for? Oh, no, you don't want to hear this from Haywood. But if your if your radio's on this on this on this channel, you're hearing it now. You're hearing it now. You're not gonna just disrespect us, man. And you think about the times, you know, these young men and women was in them countries and going through their stuff, and then you had people from the same country, the United States of America, that was wearing the uniform and was bad mouthing. Yeah, they were saying all kinds of things about us, man. But yet, we died with some of them. I know I was looking at the um, January 6th insurrection in Washington, D.C. that's causing all this controversy now to a person that said that soldiers were suckers. He said that, he says. Soldiers were suckers, and uh, he never been in the military. He went to some 
Citadel in Virginia, but he, he, didn't never, he, he, he never went into the military. He called us suckers, and then I guess some of them people that was in the military that was scaling them walls in Washington, D.C., I guess they were suckers, huh? Right? I mean, because he said it, and they backed him up or backing him up. He said that soldiers and veterans were suckers. WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston. Can't say enough about that guy. Can't call his name. Are you a veteran, or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans, Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. You could tell they was veterans scaling that wall like they was up in mountain climbing school up there in Alaska, or down there in, in Panama, in the jungle warfare schools, scaling them walls down there, scaling them mountainsides and stuff. Where they were scaling the wall in Washington, D.C., going in the building, scaring up everybody, talking about do this and do that. And the guys up in the other place talking about, yeah, yeah, that's right. They stole, stole what? They stole anything. They stole our freedom. Stole our opportunities. Our young people that came back with post-stress or amputees or in a box. That's what happened to us. And nobody's saying anything. Elected officials, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know how you got away with what you're doing. I mean, you're so gross, it's a shame. You run around here on Veterans Day and you don't do nothing for veterans? Give them a little bit of chump change and think that's what they need? They need to be real building efforts for them. Folks, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to just sit up here because y'all know I'm telling the truth. Y'all know I'm telling the truth, man. People are not taking care of our veterans. They don't They don't love us the way that they should. You know, they wanted to attack us and say all kind of bad things about us and not give us our benefits, shake people and hang them. Had one situation, I forgot what state it was in. People came back in the uniforms. Black veterans got attacked. Some of them got killed. And the the killers was talking about, they're going to take our jobs. We can't have that. We killed them after they came back from fighting in Europe in war. They don't talk about it in the manner that they should. 
There's a lot going on out there with all these veterans. You got to straighten that out, man. Can't have a person running around here talking about veterans and suckers, and then they want to run for elected office. And so I guess that all the people that are in the Department of Defense, they suckers. They don't know what they're doing. And they're supposed to protect you. And you're not saying anything. They give a person, when they say silence, what does silence do? They make people think that it's correct what's being said, what is being done. It's not correct. Something will be done. I mean, after all, I don't believe that loving your country and serving your country is something that you should call what was called. Those are heroes you're talking about. Not zeros. Heroes. Zeros. The other page, radio. I'm Haywood Fennell. Triad Veterans League is available to continue to tell the truth about veterans and the importance of African-American veterans getting recognized for who they are, not who you think they are. You got to know this military history, too. Because I remember there was a time certain people couldn't get in and be in the United States military. Mm-hmm. Yep. They could not become members of the United States military. And we got to remember that. We got to remember how the United States, with this systemic racism, it still wavers every now and then to remind us of what our ancestors went through. But we don't have to go through that anymore. And for the veterans that don't want to be with us, you better be with us. You're just disrespecting yourself when you don't stand up with the veterans. And you call yourself a veteran? Boy. Put a frog in boiling water and it'll jump right out. But put a frog in cool water and slowly heat it up, that frog will boil. As veterans, we tell ourselves the lie that we can handle anything. We let the water boil. You are not a frog. If you or a veteran you know needs support, don't wait. Reach out. Find resources at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. Getting ready to wrap down now, but I want to just call out my appreciation to United States Congressman James McGovern out there in Worcester area for his consistency in working with veterans. A lot of our elected officials need to talk to him more so they can learn what it is that they're not aware of, obviously, because we don't see them. But 
Congressman McGovern uh, saw the uh, unsung heroes, African American veterans art exhibit a couple of years ago at Worcester. And after seeing it, he uh, suggested that a commemorative stamp series be created and that, uh, you know, paperwork, et cetera, should be submitted to the United States Postal Service for consideration to make these images into this commemorative stamp series. And and we have the support of the uh, Boston City Council and a couple of other unions uh, supporting us. And we are on uh, change.org where you can sign up in support of this petition to create this commemorative stamp series of African-American veterans, pictures that go from the American Revolution with Christmas Addicts being the first uh, African-American to die in the American Revolution. We have a picture of him and Buffalo soldiers. and Oh, man, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So... Uh, we want to thank James McGovern for his participation and support in getting these images to the Postal Service. We're going to work on that and get that in sometime right after Black History Month. Just going to collect the, the signatures that we have. But we want to thank uh, Ed Flynn, President Ed Flynn of Boston City Council, who is a retired Naval veteran, you know, for him, and Aaron Murphy, uh, Boston City Council at large in her office for their support, along with that of the Commissioner for the City of Boston Veteran Services, Robert Santiago. You know, they are all people that are aware of what it is that we're trying to do with this petition to create a commemorative stamp series. Uh, for more information about the calendar, if you're interested in the calendar uh, for 2024, uh, eight five seven two zero four five three one two. That's for you to call to get that information about the calendar. Beautiful calendar. Uh, you know, it's a lot of things going on with our veterans that you can help with. Certainly, lift the morale of the veterans by uh, advocating for a uh, comprehensive. Veterans uh, Multi-Service Center in the Roxbury area of Boston because it's needed. Imagine uh, being the 11th person that needs to go into a detox and you go to the detox and they say, you you, you one too many. We're only taking 10. They won't think of trying to find a, a space or a place for the 11th person. So that's another reason why we need to have our own service center in our own community run by our own veterans so that we can address the needs of the veterans. We want to thank Whittier Street Community Health Center for its extended history of working with the veterans. We want to thank them and the president over there, Frederica M. Williams, for all the work that she does in this community. And she has included veterans in our concerns. So, folks, you know, it's the thing that we got to keep going. We can't stop now. 
like Sister Rose uh, used to say, the Kenise brothers and Sister Rose, too late to turn back now. No, we can't turn back. We got to move ahead. So I want to thank you for sharing the time with us today. Uh, hope you have a great weekend. God bless you. And see you next time. Thank you.